Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody. 2023, Daisy Boys, we're back in business. I know it's been a while. It's been a very long time. And you know what, Sam? You remember our conversation? We were talking about how we might end up stopping Daisy Boys. Yeah. And you kind of talked me out of it and you said, hey, we got to do another season because you know what? I think our audience loves us. So we got to give them something. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I totally agree with that. First first and foremost, happy 2023 to everybody. And yes. Sierra and all the audience as well. Yes. Happy 2023. Yeah. And it's been a very unique year in my life, I guess, because I'm having strange encounters, strange experiences, a uh, lot of stuff. I mean, it's beyond pickup, but it all started with pickup, you know? It starts with there, but it's beyond that. What is beyond? Tell me about the beyond. Is it something supernatural? No, it's not. I, it's not uh, spirits or anything, but I, I just started believing more in magic. You know what I mean? Like magic. Tell me about that. I'm curious now. Really, dude? Like, okay, I'll ask you one question. You need to tell me whether it's true or not. You know, one thing I realized is uh, uh, magic. It's all about. It's all about the intent, the feeling. Like, see, it's like this: if you believe something mm. in the guts of your guts, mm. and if there's an intent to what you want to do, and if you act on it, the external in the external world it manifests, no matter what, somewhere or other. But the whole idea boils down to whether you can truly believe in that idea, and if you have the intent for it to put it into action. And then, what about the law of attraction? You can call this law of attraction as well, but eventually it falls under that realm of magic, right? Because you can actually do two plus two equal to five with magic, pretty much. If you believe in that, like two plus two is equal to five, if you believe in that and if you intend that two plus two is equal to five, and if you act on it, it's going to manifest two plus two is going to five. It might sound crazy, dude. It might sound really super crazy. I'm laughing because. There's this big grin on your face as soon as you said that. So I'm like, is there something you want to tell me that happened to you that made it two plus two people? <laughs> Maybe you had two girls and then you met another two girls and somehow you got so drunk that you were not seeing four of them. You were seeing five of them. <laughs> no, no, no. But, well, but seriously, dude, like uh, it's happening to me like right now. Uh, I'm in such a phase of my life. I think everybody goes through that phase, but... Uh, I started believing in, uh, I was not, I was always using this, you know, everything started from this whole pickup thing, using vibe, creativity, imagination. It was, I was, it was all tools of the trade, right? For pickup. But once I started believing in them, you're seeing a different kind of experience. The reality is slightly getting changed. See, this is the thing about, well, you call it magic. I just call it belief, right? Belief is such a powerful tool. If you truly believe that you can do what you set out to do, you can do it. You can get there. The fastest way to get somewhere is to get somewhere. There's no yeah. other way. And if you believe in it, the road will open up to you. Yeah. Right? I think that's that's what you're talking about, right? That's, in a sense, you could say it's magic, but in my opinion, it's just one of the laws of nature that, yeah. that's been given to us. That's true. And the best part of magic is it's it's encoded. It's hidden and it's simple. Not many people know about this stuff. And all this information is kind of encoded. Like people, they give half-truths, but they never give full-truths. Like whosoever 
like, you know, self-help gurus or whatever. They just give half-truths. And the real information is kind of encoded, hidden, and not everybody knows about it. And it's also simple. The loss of everything is simple, but we complicate it in our mind for whatever reason, because of our biases, because of our childhood programming or whatever, right? Or the internal dialogue. But once we remove that part and see things, then you get to see a whole new dimension. You know, what's... you know why that is? There's a reason for that. What do, you, what do you think the reason is? I'll get your thoughts first before I give you my answer. Because uh, rea- whatever is in your conscious and subconscious, that gets manifested. True. But what is that called? It's called, I don't know, maybe reality? No, You're close. You're close. Reality distortion? Mm. Not quite. It's perception of reality. Oh, perception of reality. Okay, Because what we're experiencing, that's just a perception. That's not reality itself, right? What you and I see, for me, reality could be different, right? The way I see things happen, like I said, I just mentioned it earlier. See, for me, that's not magic. That's belief. That's the law of nature. See, that's my reality. Your reality is totally different. You see what I'm saying? So the fact that you mentioned that things are hidden and encoded, it simply means that what we're seeing are just glimpses of actual reality. We're not able to fully see it because we're limited by our perception. Our perception, they're like curtains, right? We haven't really drawn them back to fully see what's beyond it. You see what I'm saying? So we're really the people that are enlightened, like Buddha, and I forget, there's a bunch of other saints out there who are truly enlightened, who can really see the stuff. That's why they're so gifted with knowledge, right? Yeah, so basically you're saying we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg of the reality. Mm-hmm. Most people are not even aware that there's something called true reality. Mm-hmm. People are aware of it. They're just seeing the tip of the iceberg. That's it. It's just a small, minuscule layer on the top. Right. Yeah, and the iceberg is pretty huge. <laughs> <laughs> This half the shit we don't even know yet, man. I was just watching this. I wouldn't call it a documentary. I was, it was a YouTube short, I think. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you, this has relevance to what we're talking about. So there's this historian who was looking up the ruins of an ancient civilization. Okay. And what he discovered, he said, and, and the name of the place is Gobleki Tepe. Okay, where is it? This is, I believe, uh, it's somewhere near Turkey. Okay. It's a very ancient civilization. And so okay. what he discovered is that the people, the the civilians, the people that were living there, they were just regular farmers. But all of a sudden, in the span of maybe 20 to 30 years or maybe even 50 years, they discovered that these people had built such an advanced structure that was underground. Underground. So advanced, you could even calculate, you could set a protractor and calculate angles to the dot measured like 90 degrees, 35 degrees, 15 degrees. I'm talking about the walls. And how they're arranged symmetrically. 
fully perfect concentric circles. These were structures created by man. Well, I want to say that because that's they were the, the laborers were men back then, so I'm going to say it. These were created by men back in that time. And this was even before the Egyptian civilization was even discovered. Wow, that's deep. So you can imagine, and the reason why this is relevant, it goes to show that what we know as skill and development is like a fraction of what those people knew back then. So their realities were fully opened because they knew what to do. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to do it. So they knew the secrets. They knew the embedded code that was useful for what they wanted to achieve, their belief system that they wanted to believe in. And this is pre-Egyptian civilization. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Like, really, really amazing stuff, what you're saying right now. If yeah. they have this kind of equipment and if they have this whole underground thing going on. We don't even know the kind of tools that they used. That's the best part. The only tools, the only remains, fossilized remains of tools that we are aware of were a handful of that farming equipment and and some other stone type of knives. So we can this got started. We just got started right now. That's what it Yeah. So I would think that people were more advanced back then. And then for some reason, like the dinosaurs, they were wiped out. And we had to restart all over again. You know what this tells me? There might be cycles that we're going through, man. Yeah, like the Matrix. It's like yes. the Matrix. There's always a new version that's being created. And at yeah. some point, we reach that peak where we're so advanced that we get tired of everything. And then we got to reset. Everything gets wiped out again. Um, interesting. This is some deep stuff. But this is like mind-blowing stuff. And I've been doing a lot of research into this because you know me, I'm the professor. I love doing this stuff. <laughs> wow. And the other thing that I noticed, uh, I mean, talking about civilizations, right? Uh, one thing I realized, like, see, I'm still in the realm of seduction. Okay. So I'm not beyond, but whatever I'm experiencing is just going outside of seduction realm. So one thing I realized is 90% of the seduction, or I would say 95% of the seduction is nonverbal. Oh, Actually, sure. I thought it was 80%, but lately I've been realizing it's only 95%. It's quite, yeah, it's quite high up. You don't need any language. I mean, language is just there for communication, but the real seduction happens in your body. And if you don't, and again, it falls in the realm of magic. You know, if you don't feel it, then you, if you don't believe it, if you don't feel it, then you cannot project it. And if you're not projecting it, the other, the other participants or the whosoever is on the other side, they will not feel it. And there's a disconnect. So no matter what you say, it's just going to be garbage. So oh, sure. This, uh, like I said, that interaction that I had with that lady at, mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about that lady that I met. In your seminar. Yeah. In the networking event that I attended. Yeah. And of course, I know I wasn't there to pick up anyone, right? I was just there to network for my business. And I had, I had a few casual conversations with a bunch of people. And there was this lady that seemed to be, for some reason, she was drawn to me for some reason. Okay. And, you know, she spoke to me for a good amount of time. I was subconsciously doing this to her. I was projecting, of, I was projecting the intent of being able to get her 
contact info so that I could put her in my network of contacts, right? To talk about my business later. But somehow, subconsciously, what was communicated to her was something else. And then she was just drawn by my charm. She started talking very interestingly <laughs> to me. You know, she called me John Wick. She says, you're like an assassin that's charming. And I was just like, what is, what did I do? <laughs> Dude, I, I think adding to what you said, I had the same experience in the gym. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this whole fitness thing, right? So that's why I'm like, you see that green on my head. I can see that. I can see that. You dirty dog. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, right, dude. So wait, before that, audience, when Sam has a smile on his face, you got to understand one thing. There's something dirty that's going to come out, all right? <laughs> dude, here's the thing, right? That's what I'm telling you, right? It's, uh, I don't know whether I should, so I'm watching a lot of magic videos from uh, from our ex-guru. That's all I can say like that. Okay. So there's a whole magic meditation and all that course. So I'm just watching it, everything. Uh, so one thing I realized is, you know, so this is what happened in the gym. So I see this person, this woman, she's super hot. I mean, she's, she's 10. I, I mean, generally, I don't grade women 10. Unless they're dudes, because you know, right? Every woman has that emotional chaos or whatever in their mind. So I would say nine. Super hot Punjabi chick. And uh, and for some reason, you know, uh, I mean, I was doing deadlift squats and everything, but, you know, I'm a dude. <laughs> I'm a horny guy. <laughs> so I, I generally look at all the, um, I, I try to see which, which woman has the best ass and all that stuff while doing, because I just don't want to do the squats. I want to see everything, you know? So I was looking at her and half of the time I was like subconscious. It was happening to me subconsciously that, you know, I'm talking with this woman. I am going to go out with this. It was everything was happening. The whole script was getting generated in my mind. If, I, if she comes to me, I'll talk this way. Then from like the entire movie was running in my mind, even though I was doing squats. Then I was like, you know, then I was like, maybe... Maybe I'm having too much of edibles or whatever, so I shouldn't trip this much in the gym. So I just I was telling to myself, maybe I'm smoking a lot of pot or something. So I, yeah, yeah, I smoke pot. <laughs> okay, I did not know that. Okay, yeah. So I have. Uh, by the way, I take mango flavored edibles, so it's pretty good. You should try that. <laughs> My, well, I, you know, let's just say certain people would not forgive me if I did that. So we're gonna okay, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so then I was like. So the entire script was getting, the whole movie was in my mind and the gym got over, okay? And it just turns out I was going to the parking lot. I was just opening my car and she was following me as well. And I didn't understand why the hell she was following me. It just turns out that she parked her car just beside my car. So proximity, proximity was there. And I just went in there and it was like, I was just talking to her like, 30, 20 minutes, like everything was so. Simple. How did you? How did you open her? Actually, I know her from before. We used to meet in a religious place in a temple, so I know her, but I never spoke to her. Then I just opened up. Hey, let's let's name her as uh, let's name her as Judy. Okay, I was like, hey Judy, uh, like we have four stations in the gym, you know. I was like, hey, Judy, I was observing you today. I know, I'm not sure. How do you get that energy to do all the four stations? Because for me, after two stations, I'm out. That's 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 how I just opened up with her. And then she was like, no, I take this much calorie, that calorie, this can blah, blah, blah. 
that's like, oh, wow. Then do you travel a lot? Because you give me that creative vibe while you're talking. And from there I did. Like, you know, I just went into different topics and all that stuff. But that was the opener because she was doing pretty good, all the four stations. And uh, this is something I pulled up from Mark Cunningham, that uh, the the best hit users, they talk about what is there in their reality at that point. You don't want to talk about some really... Uh, area 51 stuff for said using you know just talk about what's there just talk about what's happening so i just use that principle applied there and from there i pulled the conversation going forward and uh yeah that happened but it just turns out that she is kind of married with some she's married and she's trying to get her husband into the into the gym but the guy's not interested for some reason so i don't know what's gonna happen so it's so I left it to the universe, let the universe do the mantle. But this is what it is. And the other thing I realized is if you're this is something out of my experience I'm sharing. If you're constantly thinking or ups, if you're obsessed about some other person, right? I think that message kind of reaches to the other person too. And I don't know how true it is because it happened with me, with my mom. I was. I was thinking, I was thinking, I was feeling strongly about my mother's self and all that stuff. And I just got a text message. It was, it was just instant. Yeah, just, this happens to me. This happens to me too. Uh, so, but so mother side, if you remove that mother example aside, uh, like with a lot of, like, I don't know. I was just like, uh, I was getting upset. I was thinking of a lot of other folks, women and men, and they were calling me back. That was something dope stuff, man, that, uh, that I never experienced it in my life. I want you to read, there's this book by Deepak Chopra. Okay. I want you to read, it's The Power of Confidence. Uh, let me see if it's called The Power of Confidence. Give me a second. Because this, there's this audio, there's this audiobook version that I listened to. The book of scripts or The Power of? Hold on, I'm going to find it. Okay. Confidence, I think. Okay. Just hold on. But as I'm searching for it, what this talks about is how to use this, not confidence, right? The power of coincidence. My mistake. Oh, okay. Power not of confidence. Con the power of coincidence. So let me find it. Harness of infinite power of coincidence. Yes, that's the one. Harnessing the spontaneous fulfillment of desire. That's one book that you have to read. The okay. other one is Harnessing Synchro Destiny. Wow. You read all those books too? I read Synchro Destiny. Okay. This is one book you will not regret reading. It is one of my favorite books because he talks about coincidence. Okay? And in this book, basically... Uh, let me just pull out the description here. Give me a minute. There's no... Oh, here it is. So, coincidences are messages about the miraculous potential of each moment. And if you understand the forces that shape them, you can start to transform your life. This is... A, I'm quoting this straight from the book. This... The secrets of a perfect destiny lie within you. This, this book, Synchro Destiny, will show you how to release their potential and create a future 
for yourself more wondrous than dreams. And again, I'm quoting from the book here. So yeah, definitely a recommended read if you ever get your hands on it. Definitely, I'm good. So you generally go for audiobooks or you read Kindle versions? I recently, because of the amount of time I've I've had, because you know I'm pretty busy from nine in the morning to about ten o'clock at night. Uh-huh. So I only get like an hour or so for myself. For like I have time to go to the gym, but then besides that, I cook. And I listen to an audiobook as I'm doing things. So an audiobook really helps because I'm kind of multitasking. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty good. So I'm good. Yeah. Interesting. Get the audiobook. That's pretty good. Sure, I'm gonna read that book. And I was also watching after this thing happened to me, I started reading more about feminine, mysterious feminine, like a feminine what is feminine energy? Like like I was I was this might sound weird, but I was listen, watch, listening to a lot of Osho's, the the mysterious feminine energy, dude. That one, it just blew my mind. It just blew my mind. Like, like why women have hysteria? Why women go to depression? Because it's a man's world. Women are not meant to be lived in a man's world. The example that he gives is, imagine a guy, a man living in a woman's world. He just cannot live it in there. But women are so powerful that they can live in a man in a man in a men's world where they created things according to their will and wish whether you like it or not and and the way he talks about women not women feminine energy and being receptive the power of patience uh and i always used to think you know um like uh, I like this is something that i learned from pickup that women give you opportunities and you need to act on it so basically, he tells that women gives us the ecosystem and men is the one who fills that energy in that ecosystem. And that just blew my mind. So, yeah. Yeah, so, well, <clears throat> this is something that we'll have to explore in more episodes to come, but it looks like we're running out of time, Sam. I know we decided to keep this one short because sure. it's our first entry into the new season. But we promise you we're going to come back with more and it's going to be another exciting season with us, the Daisy Boys. With that being said, this is Sam and me signing off. Happy New Year to everybody. We'll see you in the next episode. Namaste. Happy New Year to everyone as well. Take care.